0: I'm Stephen Jack Putella. And
1: I'm Jill DeWitt, and this is The Land Academy Show. This
0: is episode 1981, and today we are talking about first, our year-end checklist for our land business, mm-hmm. and then a little bit later in the show. The biggest challenges we think we're going to face in 2024.
1: I just realized we were talking this morning and I put notes on my phone and screenshots of some things. Should I have those with me now? Because I don't. No. Okay, good. No, Joe. Right. Just I sit took...
0: there and look pretty.
1: Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I made notes. You're like, oh, you got to bring this up. and I'm like, oh, sure. And then I know I totally forgot. <laughs> anyway, we're all good.
0: Each week on the show, we answer questions from our Land Academy uh, member Discord forum. We review land acquisitions from our weekly... Uh, member webinars, and we took a deep dive into two land-related topics by popular request.
1: By the way, too, if you want to know uh, more about Land Academy, please uh, just drop my team a note at support at or if you go on our website, go to landacademy.com. There's a place right on there you could schedule a call with Christopher, and he will fill you, there you in. Go. Mm-hmm all right so here's the question uh, Stacy wrote what is the most recent adjustments you guys have made in your land business to the new real estate market we are in
0: love it it's this... a inter- very interesting mm-hmm. question you know what the point is here I love this question mm-hmm we're constantly making adjustments. Mm -hmm. I think that there's a sentiment maybe that's like, not just with the land business, but anything in life where there's this huge learning curve, then there's this period of reward. And then it's like, yeah, you can pat yourself on the back and you've made it. I've never experienced that third phase. (laughs) So <laughs> oh, funny!
1: you're always in the third phase you just don't even know it it's hilarious how really seriously what are you running around doing like crazy right now not a lot of anything well packing for a trip um uh, planning some overland adventures what else you got true. see like you don't even know you're in the third phase and you've been there for quite some time, a bunch sir. Of time on the
0: podcast today
1: okay that's good <laughs> Well, Al, well, you work today. You know what? We'll this ties that This
0: ties into what we're going to talk about today. Look, what we're actually working on for year-end know, stuff, year on checklists, and all of it.
1: What's funny is I was I, um, you know, I'm in other Facebook groups, and I've seen this theme in other not even land groups, but like other, let's just say, general real estate investor groups that I'm in, and. People are, it's funny, I'm watching them pivot to things we've been doing the whole time. Yeah. You know, and one of them was uh, someone pivoting from house flipping to not doing the, the remodel. I'm like, uh, hello, we stopped doing that years ago. And they're yep. just catching up. And the comment was something along the lines of, you know, I'm not, I don't suck at buying them <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> but and now I'm just reselling them to somebody else because it's not I'm not hitting my numbers. I'm not the margins aren't there for me right now if I t- buy a house with in the old day the person would pull the dumpster up front, you know, and do the whole remodel and flip it. That was like 4 months ago. I know, right? And they're like, "Now, I'm like, I've got this inventory and the numbers aren't working out for me." That was the whole discussion. The numbers aren't panning out if I go do this whole remodel and I hold it for this many months and I'm paying these fees And, oh, heaven forbid, what if it doesn't sell fast enough? They're like, I'm just selling and moving on right now. I'm like, that's a huge pivot for those
0: people. What Stacey's referring to here in this question is the same thing I think Jill is getting to. There's components. So what's changed? I mean, she says this new real estate market we're in. The new real estate market that we're in is one of interest rates. So for years and years and years, we've enjoyed uh, virtually no Real material interest rates, which is not the norm. And so if you're a super young person, you might think, and correctly so, you might because it's all you've ever been exposed to.
1: It should what be 3%. Is this interest rate
0: thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Pretty much to pay to borrow money.
0: The fact is, we are in what I what I think, after being doing this for 30 years or so, the norm. Yeah. We're, right. we're in a normal situation where CD rates are five percent, mortgage rates are eight percent, it costs money to borrow money. Mm-hmm. And so in a purest accounting form, I'll try not to make this boring. When you go loan money, you are charged an interest rate. If you borrow $100,000 and your interest rate's 8%, you're going to pay $8,000 a year in interest in the simplest form. And that is a, uh, a tax. It's, it's, a, it's an ex- actual expense. And so in your payment for that $100,000 you're you have interest and in principal. Principal is the actual $100,000 that you're paying back over the life of the loan and the interest is of course the interest what I just said. And principal you cannot it does not it's not an expense. You're just paying it back. Interest is what it does is seriously mess with your cash flow. The higher the interest rate it is, the more your uh the, the more you are being put to the test to make whatever you're borrowing this money put it to work. In our case it's real it's real estate.
1: You know, it's one thing if it's your primary residence. Well, first of all, no one's really probably borrowing um, hundred thousand dollars. They're really borrowing five hundred thousand dollars. This is getting expensive.
0: I'm trying to trying to make this easy.
1: But why? We're smart here. <laughs> you don't need to. So, well, I am too. Jill, so, that's how
0: quick it was for Jill to get bored. Nope. Because I wasn't even close. No, to, I want some real numbers. really make my point.
1: Oh, I want some real numbers, sir. <laughs> right. That's my thing. My, my, I'll get my little point out of the way, and you can go back to yours, and we can spend Which all day
0: on it if you want. $500,000 loan is going to cost you $40,000 a year.
1: Right. So, if it's my primary residence or whatever it is maybe i can wrap my head around this right maybe because you know and i'm going to live here forever i'm going to die here you know some people are like that i'm buying it this is it this is where we're going to be raising our family doing it one time and that's just the cost of it okay But for people who are in the business and you're doing house flips and things like that, boy, it gets expensive really fast. Think about 8% times $500,000 and you've got three or four of them going at a time because you're smart.
0: I would choose quality of life over Uh money. I mean, money over quality of life. This so how Jill's like, maybe oh, I, I can justify. Yeah, I'm not going to justify that. i going to live in a hole He for, always picks money first. Yeah.
1: Thank God I'm a cost center. I'm <laughs> not a cost center. Profit I'm a revenue center. center. I'm a profit center. Excuse me. <laughs> I said that wrong. I'm not the cost center. I don't Our think you're supposed are. to
0: describe yourself as a profit center. I think you're supposed to let other people do it. Well, I'm going to do it today. <laughs> 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 so the good news is we are all... In this equally together Uh, I'm not achieving some better interest rate than you are I'm subject subject to the quality of my transaction and that's my real point here she's asking what are the adjustments that you're making in your land business to respond to this new market and you're in number one and this didn't happen by accident we are not subject to interest rates in the land investment business none of us we buy for cash and sell for cash there's a possibility that there's certain uh, subtypes of land that might be subject to interest payments uh, on, when we go sell it. That's doubtful. I'm trying to think. If we did any deals this year where our buyers...
1: Yeah, I've had buyers financing. This year? Mm-hmm. But not a lot. Very few. Totally have buyers financing. I've got one right now. And you know what though? I don't care. They're building on it. They're gonna love on it. that's their thing, but it's but it's not that many. And again, it's on the sell side, so it doesn't apply to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if you're this is what Joe earlier uh, earlier alluded to. If you are, are in the cog of hard money financing because you're refi you're uh, redoing a house, you're in not a good position. You do not want to be in those a situation where you are uh, borrowing money, especially on a monthly basis. Geez. And it's taken you a few more months to sell the property right because of the market that we're in uh, or possibly got stuck between real low interest rates and now what i think are normal interest rates and your paying interest on that it's going to eat in your profit in a, in a real serious way yeah and so how are we adjusting mm. we are expanding our land funding business uh pretty dramatically and and it's as are many people in our group
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that's one of the huge we don't talk about it that much but funding deals is a huge difference between Land Academy and all the other schmoes out there that think that they know how to buy and sell land and teach it, I should say.
1: Mm.
0: Huge difference. The, the, the level of sophistication and the amount of money that is in this group that's available to do your deals, to make sure you are not subject to this <laughs> interest rate situation, mm-hmm. is it impresses me even. I agree. So, constant adjustment, that's what we're doing to answer your question we are constantly adjusting to the new market and then if you are now going to buy houses let's say rural houses because how fantastic the internet coverage is in this country and because there's a lot of work from home more than ever this seems like it's never going to go away and you're paying cash you're putting yourself into a major competitive situation Mm -hmm. you know what it is what? You know what it is about you? I was thinking about this this morning. Uh oh. Before we move on to the topic. For some, because we were ta- Jill and I were talking about, we're just listing topics to talk about today because we're recording oh. more than one episode. And for we, you gravitate toward the positivity. And I don't mean like in a silly way, but no matter what's going to happen in the market, you're going to make it work for oh, you. Oh,
1: I'll figure it out. And
0: me too. Uh-huh. And I don't, that's not, it's I'll come not up with something. That, usual to run into people like that
1: yeah thank you
0: I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because I would you listener it's I really believe that if you're gonna make some changes in 2024 no matter what the environment is I don't care what environment you're in from a real estate economy standpoint you can make it work mm-hmm you have to change. You can't do the same old thing and expect expect it to work. You have to adjust to whatever's happening out there, but you can make it work. Mm-hmm. High interest rates can are a massive asset for us because we're not subject to it.
1: Exactly.
0: If you're flipping houses, it's really bad. Yeah. It's gonna break and at some point. It will break your a marginal deal. Today's topic. Today's first topic. Our year end checklist for our land business. Here's some stuff I jotted down okay what's the first thing that i do like this is december so we have 30 days
1: mm-hmm.
0: what's my taxable income and what can i change between now and the end of the year to uh to reduce that everybody usually gets new computers in december
1: <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> And
0: and stuff like that how do we do this year i literally take the, my December first cash balance in our operational account, and look at it against our—I'm uh, sorry, January first, two thousand and twenty-three, and look at it against uh, November, December first. Mm. I just did it. Okay. And we're millions of dollars in the black. <laughs> and so that doesn't—that exactly, <laughs> exactly.
1: Don't I don't so, like that.
0: So my first, my first gut reaction is great. Get rid we of it. What we're supposed to do, we've got to you know we've got you know, to address it. And the fact is I do this all year anyway. I know. What I don't look at is how my mailers did yield hmm. yield-wise. I just look at the cash. The money that we spend on mailers comes out of that same bank account, as mm-hmm. does everything. Our salaries, our people's salaries, all of it. So if it's black and it's, you know
1: Did you ever care about your mailer yield?
0: Not after the first five deals. Yeah. No. That's what happens. Cost of data, all that stuff's in there. And if, if we're generating a bunch of money.
1: When you're like good. when you sit back, the point I think Jack's making here is when you sit back and go, Oh, I made a hundred thousand this month and one twenty-five this month, and then seventy-five the next month, and everything, you stop going, hmm, how did that one mailer do? And my data cost me four grand recently. Big whoop. You don't really care at that point.
0: The the land business in general on the internet, including our Discord channel, mm-hmm. depending on what day you look at it and how you and how much attention you give to each entry, mm-hmm. is riddled with comments like this. I sent twenty three hundred units units out. Oh yeah. I got ten hate calls. Three people called me back, and I'm I have one property under contract. Congrats. What What the hell is this? Yeah. yeah. Like. I thought it was gonna rain money on me. I thought I was gonna push a few buttons and it would rain money. So, mailer yield and and checking those responses. Look, if you are set up mentally to recklessly send out mail, Mm -hmm. you will win in this business. You will win. You might have to send 10,000 out on average to get a a hot property. You might have to send 2,000. You might have to send 25,000 out. The numbers still work, they're staggering. Mm -hmm. Staggeringly in our favor, yeah. But yet, that just never goes away for whatever reason.
1: People just don't. I we. I sound like a broken record, but the, it's true. The the folks that are killing it are heavy mailers. That's it. They don't yeah. care.
0: I also look at uh, I mentally look at this is just dollars wise because Joe's probably gonna have some other stuff to say from a people standpoint. This is all money. All I look okay. at is money, and so. I look, I know what the best deals are and the worst deals are. The mm-hmm. worst deals are the ones we still own. The best deals are the ones where, geez, we owned that for 30 days and you know made a few hundred thousand dollars on it. Mm-hmm. So we have a few of those this year in a real good way. And then, which leads me to, we have a bunch of property that's still for sale. Why would property still be for sale?
1: Cause they're bucket three, and Jack won't let me dump them.
0: That's correct.
1: <laughs> so
0: check your balance sheet. Check your balance sheet for non-cash yeah. items. I don't mean the money that you've made. I mean the properties that maybe you fell in love with them. Maybe you bought them and said, you know what? I'm gonna. I might own this for five years, but yeah. I'm selling it for retail. We have a bunch of properties like that. Fact. Only reason that Jill and I have any properties that we still own is because I get in the way. Yep, And say,
1: 100%.
0: I'm not about doing a deal on this. It's not about the money yep. anymore. It's about this is a great piece of property and we're just gonna wait for the right buyer to find it.
1: Mm-hmm. Or not, because I secretly hope I get to keep it. <laughs> That's what's really going on. <laughs>
0: That's and then why finally, don't go look at
1: your property. My
0: final entry on the year-end checklist is I take Jill's happiness temperature oh like, oh
1: hilarious it's like for real December
0: 5th yeah it's December 5th is she happy is she overworked you know do we take enough freaking trips because that's super high on Jill's list good. we're going to Colorado for Christmas this year and so yeah that's mm. a huge factor well, I think actually funny. you're pretty happy
1: we usually go to Colorado for Christmas now that's kind of a theme I like it are you happy? I'm very happy thank
0: you okay good
1: I'm a little overworked, but I'm very happy. Just (laughs) kidding. Can I talk about my list? Yes, please. Okay. So my list for you know year-end checklist. Well, the reason I wanted to talk about this today was not really a year-end checklist like money-wise, account-wise, balance-wise. No, I know. I'm thinking about what am I? What should I be thinking about the end of the year? And and. it, it's a, it's on my mind because people are asking, do I do, do I take a trip? Do I shut down my land business the end of the year? Heck no, my my point I have, um, you know, really one point to make, which is, deals are still happening. You should still be sending out mail. You should still be buying property. You should still be selling property. Every year there's a home run for me at the end of the year. Yeah. There's always somebody that says. Man, if you could get this done between now and the 31st, Jill, so I can cash out in 2023 and have this out of my life for my accounting purposes, you can have it for X, fill in the blank. And it's like, oh, we'll get this done. And I can, and I do. So that's my main thing. Don't don't start thinking about closing up shop yet. You know, or not answering your phone or even not sending out mail because I'm going to argue you're going to miss some great stuff. You're going to miss, you could miss a home run at the end of the year. And you know what's even better about it? It's like, it's a, it's a get it, get it bought home run. So it does two purposes. One, it gets me. Gets some of the money out of my account right then I'm gonna sell in 2024 uh, makes him happy and solves a problem for that seller mm-hmm. there's a lot of people you know who knows what they're trying to qualify for next year who knows what their their financial situation is maybe they're you know their mortgage is getting out of hand right now because you know what pretty soon we're gonna be having more and more people where they're they're three uh, percent which was a, an adjustable after X amount of time. Oh, that's coming. Those situations are going to start to reset and they're going to get higher interest payments and higher house payments. And what's they're not going to get rid of their house. That's where they put their head at night. They're going to get rid of some land and some other things that they don't really need anymore. So have I say have cash ready and uh, really pay attention to your phone, that, the calls that come in between now and the end of the year. That's what we do
0: yeah don't stop mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't we never stop Mm-mm. like not even for we just don't stop and yeah. and i think that's a good personality trait to have you know think about this and we will we'll move on here in a second how much control do we have how much control do we have over the, our, the financial position that we're in all a lot we have a ton of control yeah we decide what we buy what we sell, for how much, both of those things. Mm -hmm. No one's putting a gun to our head head saying you have to do 10 acquisitions.
1: You know what, and with your red, yellow, green tests, and I know the days on marketing areas, I kind of know when it's going to sell. And I can even follow the trends, and I know in different months or different times of year how quickly things are going to move.
0: I'm talking about, think about, I don't know about you, Mm -hmm. listener, but I know where I've been career-wise in my career, and I have not been in a situation very many times where I have complete, almost complete control over my financial uh, security. Yeah, And it's this the nature of this business. Again, it's not, just, this isn't by accident. I don't buy land, bad land deals, neither does Joe. No. And we don't sell them for pr- prices that we don't wanna sell them for. Correct. But I only You know what I control? Where I send mail. Or And then I have, there's a slight risk in, I don't know exactly how many properties we're gonna buy on this mailer. One would be good. That's what I kind of really expect. One unit per mailer. Total control. If you are a surgeon, you're doing a bunch of stuff today you do not want to do. If you're a pipe fitter, same thing. If you're a grocery store owner, same thing. We just have huge control in this business. We can do this from anywhere. Let's take a look at one of our favorite land acquisitions from our weekly Thursday member webinar.
1: Beaufort County, North Carolina. Buy for 32 sell for 70 I love these numbers, 4.27 acres. Uh, everything's a yes. Now part of this is a little note, part of the property has been used for farming in the past and was logged around 20 years ago. Well, I like that too. Huh. Does Minnie own anything else nearby here or just the one?
0: It'd be way cheaper than it is.
1: Will you toggle back for me real quick? Let's see in the parcel fact. thank you. I wanna see ownership on them once there. Nope, 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 all different. Oh, now that's a pot, that name came up before interesting
0: I right, dig in dig in with the county and find out uh, this is the target property mm-hmm. what's going on here is that the yeah. and what what the setbacks are and, and can you build on it and is it usable okay. it's also in the middle of of solar like, uh, you know solar the person
1: fields. owns this one owns this one Isn't that kind of funny so they sold this sold this didn't sell sold this Maybe. didn't sell yeah. that sold these like okay did you do a Google Earth? yeah, yeah. We get down there. Okay.
0: Yes, is yeah. all the tests except for uh, okay, Wait,
1: what's my play here?
0: Can you build on it? Can you That's use it?
1: it? Am I going to hunt on it? No. Am I going to put a 7-Eleven on it? Am I going to, there's no, what's the recreation use? Not really seeing that. So farming, I need
0: farming and uh,
1: put house.
0: potential residential or uh, logging. Right. 0. 0.86 for 24. There's 17 properties listed and... 32 sold, um, in the last 12 months, some of those are HOA 24,000 for an acre. You're buying the uh, five acres, four acres for 32,000. You need to get it for half of that. That's the thing. less, less than half after you determine that you can use it, how you think it should be used, which is, I think residential agriculture logging
1: Tacking. and that's it,
0: but it seems overpriced.
1: What do you guys think?
0: I think it's overpriced. Yeah. Hey, it's the end of the year. Offers to owners is busier than ever <laughs> in December. That's true. And then in January. December and January are huge, huge months because everybody's... Um, getting mail out. You know, they're expensing things too. They're pre-paying for mailers. And, and they're getting mail out. And
1: they're motivated. This is it.
0: And it's like they're setting themselves up for 2024. So yeah. check it out. Offers, well, the number two... Uh, owners.com it's um Jill and I 100% own it's the result of us being frustrated with other commercial mailing companies so we started our own correct go get your mailer out
1: you know I was gonna say too about mail right now you want to buy stuff in the colder like if you're gonna do some beautiful you know summertime you know fill in the blank. You know, Rockies. Any state that has you know the Rocky Mountains in it, properties you want to buy them when they're buried in snow, and then and then uh, sell them for a great price in May.
0: Seasonality is real. Jill's right.
1: Mm-hmm. Get that's another reason why like, there's a lot of mail happening right now. So that's really good.
0: Let's take another question posted by one of our members on a Land Academy Discord online community.
1: Uh, Ed wrote. Has anyone had any success with properties with no physical access? Have you been successful getting access and was it worth the hassle? How about success selling it to a neighbor? I'm getting quite a few and I hate to see them go to waste, but don't want to waste my time either.
0: Access, access, access. You know, we have the the eight A's now the The due diligence short list of phase one due diligence is yeah. eight days. I'll, I'll let you go. You can just look, look them those
1: up, up yeah. later. <laughs>
0: one of the, the first one is access. Can yeah. we get to it? This has been and will be forever an issue. Mm-hmm. In some has anyone had success with properties with no physical access? Hell yes, we had. We just Jill just sold one just now. Yeah, we're we're, we're just about closed down it on the sell side have we been stuck with properties that have no uh, access no here's why we buy them we still buy accessless properties for next to nothing access can be your gr- a great friend of yours and lack of access if you bring there's very often on a thursday call somebody will uh, present a would you do this deal we'll look at it uh it's buy for 30 sell for 60 and it doesn't have any access at all physical or legal And what our answer is nine times out of 10, don't kill a deal, but just offer five grand. It
1: always depends, depends on the property. What else is going on? Is that the last thing? Is it possible? Do you have physical and not legal? There's all kinds of variables to it. So that's like, I hate to, I can't give you one straight answer, Ed. If you're brand new and you're worried about it and you're really not sure, move on, save it. Push it aside, you know. Get to it later when you have some stuff figured out. I don't want you to spend all your time on this trying to solve something. I'd rather you work on it. The next phone call or the next letter you open might have great access and they're ready to go. So I would spend time on that. But you can't solve the stuff. And you know what? Ed, you're a member, so you know this group. I'm sure. I, I'm sure everybody's already saying, "Okay, where is it?" Yeah. Well, I, I'm just going to tell you yeah. right now, bring it up in the Thursday call because we'll physically, as you know, yep. we will physically look at it with you. We'll pull it up so we can all see it and talk about it and say, okay, here's what I see for physical. Looks like it stops here. And then you could say, yep, that's what I found too. And then we could say, what did you, we got a plat map, Work? let's look at that. Oh, okay. And we'll help, we can work through it together with you. It's hard to answer just, you can't blanket answer it here. Depends. <laughs> P-
0: people get, physical and and, uh, Mm -hmm. legal access to properties that have never had access Mm -hmm. all the time. Sure can. The question is, what kind of business do you want to have? You know, we are at a point in our career where we only do slam dunk land deals. That's the truth. Right. It's, it was, High dollar. When I was in the, be- at the beginning of my career, it was exactly the opposite. I did every single deal that was $100 an acre or less. Yeah. I never looked at it. I didn't look at the property. And we that resulted in a lot of property that didn't have any access. But it was so cheap. Yeah. It was it was so cheap. On the sell side, my sell side, pe- people had to buy it. Mm-hmm. And so in every market, there's somebody. is usually an older person, retired guy who knows how to get access to properties in a local market because they know the county, they know the cities, they know everybody who works there, and he has years, yeah, exactly, They can years of experience finessing his way through uh, these municipalities to get access to properties and finessing himself to neighboring, uh, you know, you gotta go through somebody else's property to get to yours. Mm -hmm. And so if you can finesse yourself with those people, uh, those landowners, you're Mm -hmm. gonna do great at this. You just have to decide, this is a career making. You have to decide what your career is.
1: You know what? I'll tell you too, Ed. I personally don't, but I want if it's I want to know if it's possible for my for my buyer. So a good broker is going to be able to say, you know what, Ed? I know that area. It's going to cost about two grand if you can get one of the neighbors to say okay. It's going to cost out yeah. two grand for it to get all done and take about um, you know six months kind of thing. They'll know, and you're going to go okay got it. That's what I needed.
0: Today's second topic is, uh, you know, Joe and I are going to share the biggest challenges we think we're going to face oh. in 2024.
1: Oh, I already got one.
0: Go ahead. I do too.
1: Spending money. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? No, I know you're not. No, you're. that's what's happened. I, uh, well, this is a common thing. But, you know, it seems like Every year, uh, in the in our world, and it's not just us; it's so many people in Land Academy. Right around September, October, we deplete our inventory and we panic because we've <laughs> sold everything. Seriously, summer months things are beautiful people are out loving the land there's not buried in snow so we all run out of property right so i'm like dog on it so every year i swear we do we talk to you know like like we need to buy more so coming into 2024 my biggest concern is how much can i buy that's exactly I what want i want this
0: is number one on my list
1: want to spend flipping money mm-hmm. i want to I want to load up on inventory, I want, and I don't care if it's mine or yours or ours. So that's the whole thing too. Spending money on inventory is not just my personal, our personal inventory, but happy to deal fund like a crazy person. So that's really what I want to do. That's my that's my biggest. Which Which yours?
0: Well, there's a. I mean, that was it. There okay. there, there are a few more. You know, there's offshoots to of that. So yeah. how do you do that? Let's let's deconstruct it for a second. How do you spend more money, place more equity is what she's talking about. And placing equity is just a, it's been going on on Wall Street and Palo Alto forever. You know, placing equity is the biggest problem that a rich person has (laughs) and private equity has. I have all this money. I don't want to make 5% in a CD, which I don't understand because that's typically what we do. I have all this cash, you got to place it. You have a couple of choices you can send in our business, send a lot more mail out. You can, you have a control is my point. You send more mail out and send it out better, learn how to price it better, learn how to do the red, green, yellow test even better than you did it in 2023. Number two, add product types. Rural houses are going to be the future. They're affordable. Uh, if you work from home, especially if you work in the land business, geez, you should be in a rural market, not in an urban area. And so expand your product type and send more mail out. Those are two very, very controllable things. Mm -hmm. And that's how you place more equity.
1: I love it. Try to think of any other challenges I have in 2024. I've got new products I want to do.
0: That's our land business, that's correct. And uh, Jill's going to launch landgals.com.
1: We're working on that, yeah. So
0: it's an investment group, land investment group for women.
1: Uh Uh-huh, ooh won't that be fun yeah yep yeah i'm excited i'm trying to think of the challenges though in 2024 you know i was thinking about this a, a, a lot as we were talking you know earlier i'm like do i have any staffing issues not in my land business do i have any can i process deals fast enough yep to have the right people in place yep do i i mean do i have good title companies and good brokers and everybody i work with yep i'm like i don't have any any holes if you will there, which is like, who, what a who can not a lot of people can say that. I when I was thinking about it, I'm like, I got nothing. You know, I feel like if someone says, oh, how's your day? I don't have anything to complain about. Like, it's great. Why? How's your day? You know, yeah. I don't have to commute. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about where we're gonna go next. And kids what are out of the fun house. we're gonna do. Yeah, kids aren't here, you know, have our I already bought my own Christmas present to go under the tree, and it's phenomenal. <laughs> by the way, you killed it this year.
0: <laughs> oh my god! We yeah. just, just December just started, and you're, you're oh I'm done. You're done shopping I'm for yourself. Almost
1: done. Yeah, yeah. I've got to get you a few more things, but that's easy. Um, I I don't I don't know I don't like biggest challenges for twenty. That's just it. When you know I was thinking about this too how great is that this feeling that you must have personally jack because let's just take a step back you started doing this in 1990 whatever and i'm not mean to age you but please tell me how were you were were you 30 Uh,
0: i was 1994 no so
1: 29 in my 20s okay you're in your 20s you're in your 20s when you figure this whole thing out. So you and I have been doing, I've been with you doing stuff for 15 years now, going on 15 years. So for 15 years, I have slept so well. I have can say I've been my own boss and in control of everything. You know, I haven't had a W-2 in in, and I will never have a W-2 again. Um, and I just don't think about it. And so, and here we are helping all these people. It's so nice, we're going on. 14. So I mean, technically,
0: tr- ten
1: years of Land Academy's inception, even though nine years that we launched it. But
0: it's ten years. Yeah. Next year, it's ten years.
1: Well, we launched in twenty fifteen. <laughs> well, but we started it in twenty fourteen. Filming and planning and all of that. Yeah, exactly. It's 10, so, years so, 10, ten years. Ten years. All right, but. I mean, we've definitely been helping people for 10 years. That's for sure. We didn't have... It wasn't called Land Academy before that. So it's just amazing. I, I, I was thinking about this because I'm like, gosh, how cool is this? There are some people in our world that are in their 20s and in their 30s, and they never have to think about this stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the greatest? Yeah. That They've come along and found us at that age, and we've been able to coach them and help them and, and get them to this point where they're like... Life is set.
0: Let's let's turn this around for a second okay. before we move on. Okay. If you are brand new, well, because we were all new at this at yeah. one point, what would be the challenges that you would face next year?
1: If I was brand new... Yeah, if you had
0: like four deals under your belt.
1: If I was brand new, it would just be how fast can I... It would be time. If I was brand new and I'm young, I'd have to make sure that I either didn't have much on my calendar, like maybe, hopefully... Not to pick on people, but if I wasn't married and didn't have kids, it would be a I was lot easier. On somebody. Well, I'm just saying, if you're in that situation, I'm scared Let me help. Like,
0: don't get married and don't have any well,
1: children. Well, hold on a moment. Maybe, it's, maybe you're already there. Maybe you're 35 and you did, you're like, well, I bet that, that ship sailed. I have two little kids and I'm married. So what do I do? All right, I clear my calendar of everything else. Maybe my only thing on my calendar is my family and my work. I am not thinking about this. I'm not thinking about that. I'm not doing this, not doing that. And my wife and I have had a conversation. Baby, I need to put my head down for five years. I know you want to go do this. I know you want to go do this. But stick with me. If we do this for five years, or put our heads down. Probably less.
0: You know, Joe. we just had that conversation five years ago.
1: We did, and we did it. I know. Exactly, and we did it. It Ten was years It was ago, actually, right. it was more than, but you it was, know, it was, it was Land Academy years. Probably years ago, yeah. You know, it was really Land Academy years. We put our heads down and said, we're gonna really work hard, not take trips we wanted to. And you guys have followed us and so know, like, come on, how many years of Land Academy, have those of you been with us this whole time, we, we weren't taking any trips. We, you know, we were really head down, working hard, you know, and working hard, doing our own deals and helping you get ramped up. So my, my thing is, so you asked me at my, at, at, at that age, what would I do? And that would be it. I, and I, I watched people a long time ago. I remember this person, I know I've said this story before that I was in my twenties and he was saving up for a car. And this guy would only go out like once a week and only spend so much money. It was like a friend of ours. I'm like, Greg, I'm like, what's up with Greg? Greg's kind of boring. Greg never goes where. Guy only has a couple beers. He's like really kind of not social. Like, what's this? Why is this car so flippin' important? Because Greg was saving up to pay cash for a car, and then you know what? A year later, Greg shows up in this nice car, and I'm like, and it's paid cash, and it's like he hit that goal. and I'm like, I kind of get it. You know, I, I I understand that now. I'm like, I wasn't kind of nuts. You know, in
0: 2014. Joe and I had this exact conversation, what mm-hmm. are, is our biggest challenge? And then, and, our, and I realize now, it always has been my biggest challenge, with the exception of now, because we solved it, is raising private equity, raising capital. And our answer to raising acquisition capital was to start Land Academy so we can have a bunch of real estate partners mm-hmm. to go do land deals. We didn't have to go out and get mortgages and, or you know any of that stuff. And so, whatever challenge you have, that's a big. If you, uh, if, if you thumb through Bigger Pockets, a huge sh- and, and type in challenge.
1: Yeah. People
0: are have real issues with raising capital for good deals.
1: And I'm right here. This is us. <laughs> I'm right here.
0: This is this is why we created. Landmark. I feel
1: like a broken record. I don't do it. I don't go in there and say that <laughs> um, hello, but um, but it's kind of funny. We're right here. <laughs>
0: Let's take a look at another one of our favorite uh, land acquisitions from our weekly Thursday member webinar.
1: <laughs> so Walton County, Florida. Um, we are at buy for forty, buy for fifty, forty nine thousand two forty one seventy six. They that was the offer. They said make it fifty thousand. I can understand that. And Patsy thinks we can sell it for eighty five thousand, almost twenty acres, seventeen point nine. It's a subdivision adjacent, a Boy Scouts of America reservation, as well as a small regional airport, interesting. Okay, I'm liking this here. Um, is located to the east of the parcel. To the west is the US Air Force Elgin base. It borders Route 10, a major uh, arterial thoroughfare. The owner's alive, the sole owner, zoned general ag. Although the parcel has a huge frontage on Route 10, which there's no, there weren't any guardrails there, were there?
0: No, but that's not the access. The access is here. Go okay, ahead. Good. No um, guardrails.
1: Doesn't appear to have any convenient legal access to that roadway, correct? There's a cell tower easement that runs along the southeast corners of the parcel, which could be a less desirable attribute for a possible homeowner. Um, that's okay. I got 17.8 other acres to deal with to play with. Um, 10 acres sold for 75,022. Days on market were 40. And there's the address i love that
0: so i like this a lot this deal
1: well how many flood like, issues are around? The, around see, there? the
0: question is the price i love the frontage because i think you can sell it a lot faster oh cool Looks okay
1: where is that in the state that's what i thought i like
0: up this. in a panhandle that's yeah. good all comes down to price on this it's ag it's got um, frontage
1: good hunting conversation
0: Land and hunting go uh, hand in hand.
1: Huh? Mm-hmm. Seventeen point nine acres. Five for fifty.
0: Right here. How big is it?
1: 20. nine,
0: twenty. Ten acres for forty-five.
1: That's someone she put out, pointed out.
0: This isn't a comparable at all. Oh, two properties. Ten that...
1: acres for seventy-five. You had ten for forty-five. Sorry.
0: Two acres for sale. Six acres sold. Uh, six properties for sold. So, um, this is a tough comp.
1: I think it's too much money
0: very very tough comp it's ag let's try to find a house anywhere close to it this is adjacent 300 for a house on a tiny little lot immediately adjacent to the property not tiny it's five acres so i love the property and i think it's very sellable but it needs to be probably 20 grand to really sleep at night buy for 20 sell for 40 really fast 45.
1: that's what i think
0: julia you have something inspirational to share
1: you know what i do I am really impressed. Um, we have we have changed the way that we're doing Land Academy now. Enrollment is closed, and I'm coming at it a different way. I've mentioned it a little bit before in other shows, a couple weeks ago, where I really want to protect and and uh, make sure that the right people, word, word's out, they people know about us, you know about us. So, and I don't want Land Academy 5,000. I wanna keep it with this group that we're all doing amazing deals, right? So my point is um, now enrollment is closed, and I have a really good pre-screened group of individuals on our wait list. I'm pretty darn impressed. So for those of you who are listening, who are on the wait list, sit tight. I'm gonna have some openings coming soon. I really am so i don't know if it's maybe not by the time this airs but we're gonna start opening up the waitlist because you know what happens at the end of the year people life gets in the way you know and i understand that there are times that people just like I, I i i i wasn't in the right mindset you know and they and they leave and but you know what's funny they come back and i love that and you know who you are too you know many i've i have uh Several land Academy members that, you know, came at this like I got all excited and I and I know what's right and I know what you guys are doing. I I I uh, I didn't mean to let you down. Uh, I didn't mean to let me down. But I stopped and and I'm coming back and they do come back. But anyway, my point is I do have some openings coming up and and it's good for you guys. So um, my motivational point is is think about think about what you want to do in 2024. If you want to be an investor um, you could wake up tomorrow and be an investor reach out to my group we'll help you I've got everything figured out including the money you I just need you just need to be motivated and
0: serious everything's a constant in land Academy is what she's saying yeah with the exception of one thing great real estate deals sometimes there's tons of them sometimes there's only a few that's it oh we'll find your job is to find a great real estate deal, not to worry about money. Yeah, And that's it. One thing.
1: That's good. What about you, Jack? What do you have to share about uh, informational for us today? My
0: advice to everyone, mm-hmm. including myself, is to whatever you're going to do, do it with intent. You have uh, this. These air on Wednesday for next week. The week after this airs, you have. Compl- you should intentionally fill your calendar with stuff that's going to. Get you where you want to be financially, and then that goes for all of 2024. You can break down all the mailers that you think you should send out. You know, divide by 12, divide by 52, uh, 12 months, 52 weeks, times the constant. And so, 2024 could be the year the year that you smash it. We just Joe and I just wrapped up uh, career path, which is the mm-hmm. career path eight, I guess it was. Um, and we had people in there that were making 6 or $7 million a year and weren't happy with that. And so we talked about, all right, what's your calendar look like? What, how much more mail do you need to send out? What's, what's a single point of failure? Where do you improve? So whatever you do, please do it with intent. Don't let life happen to you. Go out there and, and uh, punch it in the face.
1: I love that. Thank you very much. Don't forget. You can reach us for questions and for help simply by reaching out to my team via support at landacademy.com. Join us next Wednesday for another interesting episode. Buy a land cheap and sell <laughs> it for more on the internet. A lot more, I'll help you here. We We're are Jack and Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.